0: Welcome to the Longevity Gym. For the last 24 years, I have been on a journey to learn what it takes to be strong, healthy, and full of energy for life. In this podcast, I share what I have learned since stepping into my dream life at the age of 40. Hello, my name is Pam Strand. I am a personal trainer and a life coach and a 64-year-old woman with a curious mind and an adventurous spirit for following one's dreams. Thank you for tuning in and listening to what I find fascinating and helpful about fitness, life, and being your best at any age. One thing for sure, I have learned that physiology matters. Understanding what's happening in the body, especially when we're aging, is paramount in my mind to a successful health and fitness journey. Knowing more about the body and more about one's body in particular makes us so much more powerful in our journeys. That knowledge guides our decisions and our choices with information about how our bodies are doing rather than random ideas we may hear from social media or even an article written by a credible resource if we want to age as slowly as possible and add health to our years then obtaining a baseline knowledge of what's going on in our body is the way to go at least that's what i believe and what i teach to my clients today i want to talk about ourselves for several reasons one they make up the most fundamental operating part of our body When our cells are healthy and functional, it's highly likely that our bodies will be healthy and functional. Two, biological aging, science is suggesting, happens at the cellular level. So the more we understand about our cells and our genes, the more positive change we can create in our bodies and our brains. Knowledge is power, and knowledge about our bodies definitely makes us more powerful in our fitness journeys. The third reason I want to talk about our cells is that according to literature, our lifestyle and fitness choices make a profound impact on our health. It's estimated that as much as 80% of chronic diseases are lifestyle related, it's also estimated that 75% of slowing the aging process is also lifestyle related. So our power increases. When we learn to connect our lifestyle and fitness choices to the health and function of our cells. You could say there's a hundred trillion other reasons why I want to talk about our cells because a hundred trillion is the estimated number of cells we have in our body. And can you imagine the impact to our health and fitness if we could improve the health and function of our cells just a little bit? Because, in my mind, a little bit times a hundred trillion is a whole heck of a lot. This is the curiosity I hold in my mind as I think about how I might guide my clients and also how I might improve the choices I make in my own lifestyle. Understanding what our cells need from us to be healthy can absolutely transform our health and fitness outcomes. As I get started here, I have a couple of important notes. One is what I'm sharing is not medical advice and it's not diagnosis or treatment. It is not a substitute for medical guidance, nor is it a substitute for what you know is healthy and safe for you. Rather, what I'm sharing with you is information that I find fascinating and helpful about how we can better support our body as a whole our body's systems in a way that creates more strength, health, and resilience. So cells are four things. They have four major important job descriptions, if you will. They are the most organic and functional level of the body. They are part of every organ system in the body. They regulate the chemical processes necessary for life or metabolism and they control how the body grows, repairs, and restores. Just to get into a little bit more detail, let me just share some more information. So we have atoms and molecules. They come together to form our cells. Cells perform, or excuse me, provide structure and support to our bodies. Many cells come together to create tissues. Many different types of tissues come together to create organs and many organs come together to create organ systems, and then a number of organ systems come together to form the organism we call the human body. And just to give you some idea of organ systems, we're talking about our digestive system, our muscular system, our integumentary system, the skin, our lymphatic system, the endocrine system, our hormones, our ner- nervous systems, skeletal, reproductive systems, our respiratory systems, our urinary system, our circulatory system. If cells break down and aren't functionally, functioning effectively, our tissues, our organs, our organ systems, and the human body potentially break down and or become disrupted, dysfunctional, or dysregulated, and that can create the situation where our performance physically, cognitively, and emotionally is diminished. The situation can also lead to imbalances in our body and its systems where things aren't working as efficiently and as effectively as they should. There's a situation where we may have increased risk of disease And potentially, when our cells are not operating effectively, we could be speeding up the aging process. So cells need four things. They need energy, they need nutrients, they need a healthy environment, and they need information. Let's take a brief look at each one of these and tie them to our lifestyle and fitness choices. Energy. All living organisms require energy for survival and for reproduction. The ability to create, change, and store energy is a requirement for life. Without energy, there is no life. Within the cells, there's an organelle, a little organism (laughs) called the mitochondria. They are the powerhouse of the cells. I learned the term the energy factory when I was in personal training school. They have these names, the powerhouse, the energy factory, because of their central role in energy production within the cell. But that isn't the only thing they do. So, not only do they create energy from the foods we eat, but they also break down harmful waste and help our tissues use oxygen, among some other things. So, the mitochondria are important. And exercise directly impacts the size, number, and efficiency of our mitochondria. Exercise, science is also showing, helps reverse the decline in the function of the mitochondria that naturally occurs with aging. So exercise and movement keeps our mitochondria working effectively, which helps, us, helps it produce the energy our cells need. The second thing cells need are nutrients. So they need food or nutrients to get energy and materials for growth, repair, and reproduction. And these nutrients come in the form of oxygen, water, and food. And that might be a little bit different of a perspective for you. When you hear the word nutrients, we all think food, but oxygen and water are also important nutrients for our cells. And these three things all need to come from outside of the body since the body can't produce these on their own. So we give our cells the nutrients they need. First, we breathe in oxygen. Now that happens automatically, but we can improve how oxygen is circulated and used throughout our body by taking care of our cardiovascular fitness. The more we, we are fit cardiovascularly, the higher the probability that oxygen is circulating and being used effectively throughout our body and its tissues. Second nutrient, water. So we hydrate the body through the consumption of fluids, primarily water, but also from fruits and vegetables. And also consuming fluids is only one part of the equation. Movement helps move the fluids throughout our tissues. If you think about it, movement is our irrigation system. The foods we eat provide for the energy needs of the body and the cells, but, it all, but our food also provides the materials our cells need to maintain the structure and systems of the body. The nutrients we use in the highest amount are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, we use vitamins and minerals, but we use those in smaller amounts or we are, or our cells need those in smaller amounts. Both these nutrients we use in high amounts and the vitamins and minerals we use in small amounts. Both of them are called essential because the body needs them and can not produce them on its own. They need them from us. Healthy environments, it's the third thing cells need. They need a healthy environment to perform well. To understand how the environment is linked to fitness and lifestyle choices, let's first understand some basics about the structure and function of cells. The cell's structure is formed by a gel-like substance called cytoplasm. And within the cytoplasm floats, if you will, are the organelles, the nucleus, and the mitochondria. Various chemical reactions and communication processes occur within and across the cytoplasm. It's also where the waste that comes from all these operations floats. The outer layer of the cell is called the cell membrane, which protects the integrity of the cell, but is also where various chemical reactions occur to give the cell and all its structures information on what they're supposed to do. Outgoing messages from one cell to another also interact with the cell membrane. Here is how, in one example at least, how our lifestyle and fitness choices affect the environment of the cell. Water preserves the structure and size of our cells when we are not well hydrated or when we are dehydrated, our cells wilt. And that's not a scientific term, that's my term, but I'm sure you get the picture. Think of it as a water balloon without much much water. It's not that much fun, is it? Same with a cell. Not only is the size and structure negatively impacted when it lacks the water it needs, but the chemical processes and the communication processes occurring within the cell don't happen at the same level of performance as when they are well hydrated. Chronic stress is another example of how lifestyle can interfere with the function of the cell, specifically the cell membrane. So when the body is filled with a lot of chronic stress and stress response, That can potentially impede the flow of information and signals within our body. This can affect the overall function of cells as they need to be able to communicate with one another to keep our systems functioning smoothly and effectively. The fourth thing our cells need is information. They need to know what they are supposed to do. For example, how are the cells supposed to come together to respond to a virus, what to do when our bodies move, how to repair an injury, whether they need to replicate or a stem cell gets information to know if it's supposed to become a specialized cell. Cells need information to process nutrients, clear out the internal waste, respond to pollutants and toxins that enter the body. The nucleus of the cell plays the primary role in serving up the information that our cells need because the nucleus of the cell is where our DNA and genes reside. And they control the show, if you will. For our DNA to operate, it needs a signal to know if it's supposed to open up or not. And then if it's supposed to open up, what portions of our genes needs to be copied and sent out into the cell so the cell knows what it's supposed to do. How our genes work is complicated, and tightly regulated within the body, and involves highly integrated mechanisms and networks, and it's totally unique to each individual. It's a function within the body that takes an enormous amount of study and expertise to master and to understand, let alone to guide any sort of treatment or inter- intervention on an individual level. I'm not that expert. But here are a few things that I believe are important to know that can better guide us in our lifestyle and fitness choices. First of all, just because we have a gene doesn't mean it will go into action. In fact, it's estimated that 10 to 30% of our health outcomes come from our actual genetic makeup. The other 70 to 90% of our health outcomes come from how our genes express themselves. Through a process called gene expression. So a gene gets a signal, or excuse me, the DNA gets a signal as if it's supposed to turn on or off. And that getting that signal is highly dependent upon our lifestyle and fitness choices. Our habits are inputs into our bodies that ultimately end up as information that arrives at the nucleus of our cells. The bottom line the higher the quality of inputs, the higher the quality of information that gets to our DNA and ultimately influences how the DNA and our genes operate and behave. Examples of input includes our thoughts, beliefs, and our perceptions, whether we exercise or move or not. Moving is a piece of information, but so is not moving. The foods we eat are considered inputs our stressors, our exposure to sunlight helps regulate the rhythm of our genes in our body, the circadian rhythms, medicines we take, drugs we use, the alcohol we consume, the environmental exposures our bodies are exposed to. All of those things are input to our systems. It's a lot to think about, even potentially overwhelming, but take a look at the choices you make, especially those you already sense are likely not that healthy for you. See if you can't move the dial on those a little bit more towards the direction of health, and be sure to check in with your doctor with any questions on what is safe and healthy for you. So where does this lead us? How do we begin to make sure we are giving ourselves and our bodies what they need from us? Here's my list of 10 examples. One, think about your mindset and your thinking and how can you make them a positive input to your body? I'm not talking about false positivity, but I'm talking about really paying attention to how you talk to yourself. Do you beat yourself up? or do you practice self-forgiveness and kindness? Do you let your worries linger, or do you work to resolve them and move on? These are just two examples of how psychology impacts physiology of our cells. Practicing mindfulness can also help our cells. The more you move throughout the day, the more you are helping your cells stay healthy. Varying the types of intensity and amount of exercise you do also promotes cellular health. Making small nutritional changes to improve the quality of your diet gives your cells cells more quality to work with. Staying hydrated by drinking water and eating vegetables gives your cells the fluids they need to function. Breathe through your nose and use your diaphragm more often throughout the day to breathe. Deep, slow nasal breathing can help our cells be healthier. And it only takes a few minutes at a time. Identify one thing that puts your body in stress mode. Then identify the one small thing you can do to reduce that stressor or even reframe how you think about it so it's not stressful to your body. What could you do about one hour before you go to bed to calm your body and mind? Do that one thing more often and see if it improves your sleep quality. Like a jetliner, our bodies do better when it doesn't crash, when they don't crash into bed at night. Our bodies do better with sleep I mean, bring them in for a small, soft, slow, smooth landing. And finally, spend more time in nature. Mother nature is a great healer of what ails us, and it also improves our body systems. Using your senses to connect with nature is a wonderful thing to do. When you're outside, what do you see, smell, feel, hear, and taste when you're walking in a park? Even close your eyes and imagine using each of your senses out in nature. Visualization is such a powerful tool. So that's a wrap. Thank you for your gift of time, and I hope you've learned at least one thing that you feel will help you live a stronger, healthier, and more energetic life. If you want to be sure not to miss an episode, I invite you to sign up for my newsletter. I send emails when each episode posts, and I also share information about my work and upcoming offerings. You will see a sign-up form in the show notes. If you have any questions about today's episode or have ideas for future podcasts, please feel free to email me. My email is pam at strandfitnessonline.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you will stay with me on this journey and tune in to the next episode of the Longevity Gym. I will be sharing what I've learned about stress, and here's a little hint or a little teaser. It's not just what we're worried about. See you next time.